welcome to the weekly podcast of River Valley Church. We're glad you're here. Our heart is to lead people to Jesus and launch them into their God-given purpose. So we pray you would encounter God in a fresh, new way today. To learn more about our church, visit rivervalley.org. Now, let's tune in to this week's message. It is Vision Weekend at River Valley, and I absolutely love this week because we get to do a recap of the previous year and then also set vision goals for our current year that we're in. And just so you know, uh, your pastor is a goal setter. I I do that personally, and the church won't be able to shake it. As long as I'm pastor, we're going to set goals. We're going to have a vision. We're going to go after it, chase after it. And so it's with joy that I give you uh, our vision message for this year. And then before we do that, give you a recap of what God did in 2017. And I want to be clear, everything we do is for His glory and for His honor. Everything we talk about, we're setting goals. We're not, we're not trying to get accolades of men. We're trying to understand that we have been given gifts and that we're going to stand before our Lord and Savior and He's going to look at what He gave us and what we returned to Him. And we're going to be able to say, we did this for your glory and for your honor. Matter of fact, there are several scriptures that talk about this. Colossians 3.17 says this, And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. It's in his name and for God's glory that we do all this. Now, to be clear, again, the Bible is full of scriptures that talk about We're doing it for his glory and for his honor. When we set these goals, we're doing it to reach them for his glory. So his name is praised. And I love what the psalmist said in Psalm 115, verse 1. He says, not to us, Lord, not to us, but to your name be the glory because of your love and faithfulness. And the psalmist says it twice. And you know why he's saying it twice there? He's saying, because I know you want to take some of the glory. It's human nature to want to take some of the glory. And so he says, not to us, Lord, not to us, but it's for your glory and for your honor. So I'm just praying that as we look at what God did last year, we understand he did it through us. We did it anything we did. Our efforts were all for his glory and for his honor. And anything we're chasing after in 2018 is for his glory and for his honor. Now, 2017 was an incredible year, and I don't even have time to go into all the different things that were so amazing in this year, so I'm just going to pick out a few highlights here. Um, I want to let you know, this this is an incredible number, we had over 6,000 people say yes to Jesus and raise their hand to say yes, and I think that deserves a hand clap of praise at every campus. That's worth celebrating. Now, I want to point something out. We had 6,000 people say yes, and then we grew as a church. Our average attendance went up 671. Now, when I saw that, I I was like, again, bothered. Like, how do you have 6,000 people say yes, 671? Let me explain a few things. We see in the Bible in Luke 17, Jesus heals 10 lepers. And how many come back and thank him? One. One does the follow-up. 
There's, there's just a human nature of once you get blessed, you forget who blessed you. And I pray that the people that said yes to Jesus would not forget who blessed them. They'd stay plugged into the church. They'd say, I want to grow in Christ. Here's the other thing. Matthew 13 talks about the kingdom of God sowing. And it's like seed that's sown and it. It sprouts up and the enemy tries to steal it away. Some people, the enemy steals away from our midst. And I'm praying if you've brought someone that you'll, you'll stay engaged with them, you'll follow up with them. We need you as life group leaders. We need you serving. We need you doing those things so we don't lose the harvest, so it doesn't get snatched away by the enemy. Now, for a great number of people, you know what happens? They fall into the rotation of church attendance, okay? Surveys have shown right now People think they're fully committed, you know, people at church when they come one out of three weekends, okay? One out of every three. And you're like, yep, that's me. This is my weekend. All right. They think, so what happens is people go into rotation. We need to have a greater faithfulness. They say, I'm going to be there. You can count on me. I talked about it last week, like things that Jesus did for their benefit. I think there's things that you need to do sometimes, not for your benefit. You're like, I got it. I can watch church in bed and have the iPad. The kids will be here. Maybe your kids need to be there in kids' church. Maybe your neighbor needs to see you leave and something will happen and God will use it. Maybe online's okay. I have like this love-hate with online, you know, but for their benefit. So I, I believe that people fall into that rotation. I can prove it. Easter weekend, we had almost 16,000 people attend. And we have 8,758 as our average. So you can see people are in a rotation. So I'm just praying that we'll be more faithful. But I celebrate 6,000 salvations. And I thank God for over 6,000 and uh, all that he did. I thank God for this number too. Um, Kingdom Builders. Remember, I'm just going to give you a couple highlights. Kingdom Builders. We set a goal of $6 million and we've never hit it before. We've never hit $5 million. And as you know, we hit $6 million for the first time. We went over that into bonus projects. And I want to let you know the final, final number now that we have for Kingdom Builders is $6,593,000. To God be the glory on that. It's incredible to see what God did through us. And I thank God for that. So many things to celebrate. I mean, we did over a half a million dollars of bonus projects. I just get so excited when I think about that. So thank you to the people that gave. We had over 542 people go on a, a global team last year. And I, I, I want to change this. I want to change something that I said years ago. I used to say, within four years of joining our church, we want you to go on a global team. Here's what I want now. Within, as soon as you can, but within three years, I want you to go on a global team. I had too many people like, well, I'm at three years, six months. I got time, you know, I'm waiting it out. Don't do that. I want you to go as soon as you can. And within three years, if you're part of this church, get on a global team and you'll understand what's going on. And I'm believing we'll have a record year with that. We have sent out 93 of our 500 missionaries that we're praying for. And we have 189 people that have said, I think I might be one of the 500 that are right now being trained. So can we thank God for that? 93 sent out and 189 saying, I'm being trained right now. And there, there's so much more. And we'll have an annual report at our annual business meeting in March. But there's so much more to celebrate. But I just want to get into where we're going and what God has ahead of us. So I want us to get ready for what God has for us in 2018.
One of the things I love about the start of the new year is the opportunity to pray and seek God for the vision. And I believe this year is the year to step into the yes. What do I mean by that? I believe God wants us to all step into our yes. And together, as we step into our yes, we're going to see amazing things happen in 2018. When I look at the Bible, I see stepping into the yes over and over and over again. I mean, Noah building an ark, Abraham stepping out in faith and saying, I'm stepping into the yes. Think about what Abraham did. We read about it in Genesis and it seems so just normal, but it wasn't. Here's Abraham with a great family business, not living anywhere near where God wanted him to go. And he said, I want you to leave your family. I want you to step into the yes. I just want to stop for just a moment right there and tell you that stepping into the yes doesn't mean you have it all figured out. Stepping into the yes means you're being obedient. I think that's a great thing for us to realize when we step into the yes and we say yes to God, we may only know like 80%, 60%, but we're willing to say, I trust you. I believe wherever you're taking me, it's the right direction. And I would tell you this, whatever you know to do, go ahead and do that. Maybe you know 60% or 80%. Step into the yes on that and then let God fill in the rest, whatever he has for you. When I think about stepping into the yes, I think about David saying, yes, I'm gonna attack this giant. And I don't know what giant you're facing, But God may be calling you to step up, to kill something, to take care of something, to really do business with something that's been either agitating you or standing in the way of you getting your breakthrough. It's your year to step into freedom and say, God, I desire to to knock this down. It's not gonna torment me anymore. I really believe this. I have this thought in my mind of, of, of giants standing in your way and there's so much good behind that giant. God has something right behind there for you, but you have to step into it. You're gonna have to muster up the courage and realize that greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And you're gonna be able to say, God's gonna get me through this. If God can get them through it, he can get me through it and I can step into my yes. Stepping into the yes might require you to step out into something that you don't even know the answer. I think about Peter, you know, he's like, Lord, is that you? Is that you? And he's like, yes, it is me. And Peter steps out of the boat. He's like, bid me to come. Like, I want to be there on the water with you. And he says, come on. And so Peter steps out into the unknown, steps out into something that he knows the direction he wants to go, but he doesn't know how it's all going to work. And I think for a lot of us, when we think about stepping into our next yes, we're trying to figure out what's the direction, uh, what's the stable footing. I'm telling you, when you step into God's yes, it's not always stable footing. It's the right direction, but it's not stable footing. And sometimes you're out there and you're trying to figure it out and you're just stumbling through and God's like, come on, that's the right direction. That's the right direction. We've got to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus and step into the yes. Every year we see thousands of people say yes to Jesus. And I don't want that to get old. I want you to understand that when I talk about us seeing over 6,000 people say yes to Jesus, something within you shouldn't go, check, it should go, yes, that's amazing. That's what it's all about, bringing people into an authentic, life-changing relationship with Jesus Christ and those people saying yes to Jesus. Right now, just agree with me, 
that we're gonna have that type of year in 2018 where people are gonna raise their hands. There's not gonna be that intimidation. They're gonna wanna say the prayer to ask Jesus to forgive them of their sins. Matter of fact, when your campus pastor or one of the pastors gives an opportunity for people to give their life to Jesus, I'm just asking you right now to just say, I'm gonna be somebody that's gonna pray for people to have the courage to raise their hands. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring people that need to know Jesus as Lord and Savior so that people can find him and say yes to Jesus. I'm believing for thousands and thousands, over 6,000 people to say yes to Jesus and that ought to excite us as a church. At the Minneapolis campus, every week we give an opportunity for people to give their lives to Jesus. We do this because it is our mission to lead people into an authentic, life-changing relationship with Jesus Christ. Even today, this Sunday, we saw 12 people make that decision. Over the last two years as a campus, over 1,500 people have given their lives to Christ. I remember early on in the campus, somebody came up to me right before service saying, hey, I brought my best friend. I've been praying for this friend to make a decision to follow Jesus. I've been praying for them for years. Are you gonna do an altar call? And I made a decision that Sunday that, that every single week we're gonna give that opportunity at the end of service. And every single week, people make that decision. It has been incredible. When Pastor Rob asked us to go into Minneapolis, he, he wasn't just thinking, hey, let's do a campus just to reach a pocket of Minneapolis or just to reach this neighborhood. He said, no, let's go reach an entire city for Jesus. And until every single person knows in this city that Jesus is alive and well, that he offers forgiveness of sin, that he offers life both here on earth and into eternity, we will not stop. In 2018, we're praying for more salvations. Our heart is global, there's no denying it. I mean, people will talk to me all the time about our church, they'll say, you guys are really about missions, you guys are really about the whole world. And, and I love that, that they identify that, that they realize our church, our heart is global and we wanna go into all the world. Maybe this is your year to go on a global team. This is your year to say, all right, I'm willing to go. I know there's obstacles that stand in people's way. I know that they think, well, I don't know if I can raise the money and I don't know if I can get the time off and I'm not so sure I wanna go there and get out of my comfort zone. I'm saying this is the year for you to say yes to global teams. This is your year to go and see what God is doing around this world and how you can be a greater part in, in reaching this world with the message of Jesus Christ. I'm also believing this with our heart being global, that this would be a significant year of people saying, I'm one of the 500. I want us to pray about saying yes to being part of one of the 500 because the distance between your yes and being sent could be years. It really could. I don't want you to feel condemned about that. I also don't want you to feel relieved about that. Well, okay, I've got a lot of years. It's the appropriate amount of time, what it takes you to, to get out of debt, to get your finances in order, what it takes you to get the training, what it takes you to get the right alignment with the ministry that you're gonna be a part of, what it takes for you to be mature, to be sent, because we're not just sending people like, okay, here, go. We're asking God to raise up people that can be equipped and then can be sent. So I'm praying that you would say, this would be my year to say yes to my heart being global. I'm either gonna go on a global team, I'm gonna be part of the 500, or I'll have a deeper commitment to send those people that would be part of the 500.
I've been amazed at the growth that our church has had. I, I gotta tell you, the first hundred was so hard to get in our church, it was so hard. Second hundred, it seemed like it was almost equally as hard to get 100 people. The first 1,000 took 10 years, but now I see it's almost like compound interest. It just, it blows my mind that God is giving us so much favor and waves of growth. And I'm believing our church this year is gonna grow by 2,000 people in 2018. When I say 2,000 people, I I don't say that easily. I just, it, it came off my lips so easy. But when I say 2,000 people, I'm thinking of 2,000 people that are saying yes to Jesus, that are saying yes to be on this journey with us and saying River Valley Church is my church home. When I started 2017, if you remember in the vision message last year, I said there was something about three when it came to future campuses. I didn't know how to put it all together. I just felt three. I really wanted to say zero or one, but I felt God just bringing my heart around to say there's three more campuses and I'm going to give you a glimpse into where they're going to be. Now, we know where they're going to be, but I can tell you this, we're excited to announce that we are starting one of those three in 2018. As we put together the team for St. Paul, I'm so excited to tell you this, that here's our strategy. First of all, God brought to the forefront the couple that's gonna lead that charge, and Davy and Nicole Collins are going to be leading that St. Paul campus, and we are so excited that they were raised up within our house. They feel that call, this is the next step. This is their yes that they're stepping into. Hey church family, we're Pastor Davey and Nicole Collins and we are so excited and honored to be stepping into our yes and planting our ninth campus here in the city of St. Paul. With St. Paul being the state capital, uh, we really see that it is a, a city that creates culture. It has strong pillars of religion, business, politics, and entertainment. We truly believe that with a campus here in this city, Jesus is gonna become the center. Thank you so much for your prayers and support as we start this new journey of launching the St. Paul campus. This spring, we'll be transitioning out of our current roles as the youth pastors at the Apple Valley campus, and we'll be moving over to Minneapolis to serve there with Pastor Kirk and his amazing team. And from there, this fall, they're going to be launching us as the new St. Paul campus. Minneapolis, this is part of your yes. I want you to be praying about the hundreds that we could send into St. Paul to help launch that campus strong so we can have a significant campus and church in the city of St. Paul. We are not about buildings at River Valley Church, but we do use buildings as tools to reach more people. And I'm so excited that the Crosstown campus will be opening in the new building in October of 2018. I'm believing that thousands of people will come and visit. I'm believing that campus will see a surge of growth, a surge of salvations, and there's gonna be a lot of people saying yes to Jesus, yes to River Valley, and yes to being on mission with us. Man, I'm just so excited to be here today. This is 
the future Crosstown campus building. It's been transformed from an old office building into a place where people are going to find hope and calling in Jesus, where people are going to step into the yes of what God has for them. Uh, it just reminds me that God can take things that are old, transform them into something new and give new life, meaning and purpose to them. I think about all our kids who are going to grow up in this building and they're going to step into the yes of what God has for them. They're going to learn that there's a future for them. I think about people who come to church here, maybe just to attend at this campus and all of a sudden find themselves stepping into the yes of a call to the mission field to be part of the Future 500. I tell you what, it just gets me so excited that this is going to be an engine in every way, shape and form for the future of River Valley Church and the future of this area. Look, let this be uh, an example that God can transform old things and make them into something new where He can do something incredible. In order to accomplish all this, we're gonna have to have people stepping into the yes of serving. That means God wants to use you. And I want you to see this. You were created for good works. That's what the Bible says. And when you say, yes, Lord, I will be used by you, you're doing what you were created for. So I'm praying that over a thousand people will join a life team and say, God, here I am, use me. I believe at River Valley Church that although we're a large church and we're gonna keep growing, we're gonna get smaller and have community through our life groups. I am deeply committed to life groups at River Valley Church, seeing the good firsthand in the life groups I've been a part of, and also seeing the transformation that takes place in people's lives when they get together with people on a regular basis, whether they're studying God's word, whether they're serving in the community, whether they're uh, taking a passion of theirs and adding intentionality to it. We believe in life groups. There's a place for you to find friends and connect at River Valley Church. One of the things we're starting in 2018 is seasons. You'll hear more about this from your campus pastors, but there's gonna be three distinct seasons for you to join life groups because we are creating space for you. We're putting those pauses in and those intentional starts and finish times so that you can be a part of the community that's found at River Valley Church. When I look at the 2017 Kingdom Builders brochure, and I realized that everything was funded. I just get so excited about how amazing 2017 was, and I'm looking forward to how amazing 2018 will be. Our goal for 2018 is 6.5 million. Now people have said, we should go way higher than that, trust me. I believe there's a pacing to this. And uh, in 2017, we had a major building project that we were giving towards as the Edina campus, now Crosstown campus. 2018 is going to be a year of global, local, and future Christian leaders. So with that, it's not building heavy, it's really outside of here heavy. And so I'm believing that 6.5 million is the right amount and that we'll do that. If the congregation, if you guys wanna go way past that, I'm all for it. But I want us to say yes to God and say, 2018 is going to be that year for me to say yes to Kingdom Builders in a greater way. I'm believing that in 2018, thousands of people will say yes to God for Kingdom Builders. They're gonna say, I'm gonna step in and give. They're gonna say, I'm going to step up to the next level. They're gonna say, I'm gonna realign my life. I'm gonna sacrifice. I'm gonna give from an abundance. I'm gonna do something new and really make Kingdom Builders go to the next level. 
When we give to Kingdom Builders, I want you to understand this. I know it says ministries that we're giving to, but those are real people whose lives are being changed for eternity. They're saying, is there hope? And Kingdom Builders is bringing hope. When you're giving to Kingdom Builders, we're building churches around the world. We're setting people free, and God is using us, again, to change people's lives for eternity. As we step into the yes in 2018, I don't wanna leave this out. I believe God wants us to step into the yes in our worship. I know this could be so simple, but this could be the year that you really worship God from your spirit. Jesus said God is a spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. There's more than just singing that needs to take place this year. There needs to be a worship that says it's coming from a deeper place. I'm praying that you'll sing, that you'll praise his name, that this might be the year you lift your hands in praise. This might be the year that you realize that your whole life is a living sacrifice to God and you're gonna give your everyday ordinary life to God and say, I wanna worship you in the way I work, in the way I come to church, in the way I sing your praises. I'm believing for a greater intensity in the gifts of the Holy Spirit in our church this year. The Bible talks about us earnestly desiring the better gifts, earnestly desiring to prophesy. I just believe in a time like today, God is saying, I've given you the power of the Holy Spirit to be bold. I've given you the power of the Holy Spirit to be a, a witness for me. I've given you the power of the Holy Spirit to make a greater impact. And so I'm praying that we'll have more people go through the Holy Spirit retreat. We'll have a greater intensity in our weekends. I'm praying for our prayer teams to be able to pray and to prophesy and to have a word in season. I believe in God wants us to step into the yes and say yes to the Holy Spirit. Yes, you're welcome in this place. Yes, Jesus, you will be glorified. Work through me. Here's the thing about stepping into the yes. As we each do that, here's what I see in my mind. I see a wave starting. A lot of people wanna wait until something is over or well into the process to see if they're going to join it or not. God doesn't look that way. God doesn't ask people to, to wait and see if there's something good. He says, will you trust me and will you step into the yes? Will you start the wave? That's what I want you to grab right now. God wants us to start a wave of obedience. You say, well, well, my step isn't that significant, but it really is. Imagine with me if thousands of people say yes to Jesus and thousands of people go through next and thousands of people join a life group and thousands of people find their place of ministry and thousands of people join Global Do you understand what is happening here? There's all these steps of obedience that create a wave. And I believe this, it'll be wave after wave after wave in our church. There'll be this obedience that is going, this yes that is happening. And I believe when we say yes to Jesus, he, he's smiling down on us. In that moment, his favor rests on us. And I believe all of a sudden, the wave gets bigger than we ever thought it could be. God does exceedingly abundantly beyond anything we could imagine or even that we've asked him for. And I'm asking for you to step into this wave of yes. I'm asking you to say yes to the Lord. I'm asking you to move forward. I'm asking you to say, here am I, use me. And I'm asking you to take that simple step, the next step, and keep building upon the yes. I believe 2018 is the year for us to step into the yes.